everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme, we can, we will. Weather this COVID-19 storm as business owners, that is. I hope you all had a great weekend. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back and thank you so much as always for tuning in. Before I introduce today's guest, I am so, so pleased to say that this bonus We Can, We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers like you and me that I've personally been using and have loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018. Not only have Tide set up a hub on their website, www.tide.co that is, that's solely focused on supporting small businesses during the COVID-19 outbreak, that you'll be pleased to know it cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there by the way and instead provides the latest news, advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners. Tide are also offering She Can She Did listeners, aka you, with up to three months free access to their upgraded account, Tide Plus, to support all of us even more during the coming months. Essentially, you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the Tide app, which is the one that I've been using for the past 18 months. But this upgrade that usually costs $9.99 a month will give all of us access to all of the Tide Plus features, including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support that will push your queries to the front of the queue so you don't have to wait, plus the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh-so-exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. To get started, all you need to do is download the Tide app and enter the code podcast in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with the link to their amazing hub that I've mentioned a number of times in recent episodes. I really do hope that you find the upgrade and the hub as useful as I did. Right, on Friday morning, I had the pleasure of chatting to the incredibly talented designer that is Hayley Scanlon, founder of the independent contemporary women's wear label based in Scotland, that is HS. Having starred in the recent Netflix show, Next in Fashion, which you can still catch on Netflix now, by the way, Hayley's label unsurprisingly soared worldwide, with women all over the world ordering her statement designs. Yet, despite the increased attention and number of orders in recent months, as the world went into lockdown, all of us traded heels and dresses in for leggings and baggy jumpers and supply chains faced severe disruptions with so many goods held at various customs worldwide. It's safe to say that Haley's business model, along with her resilience, has been tested no end since the pandemic hit. With that in mind, I wanted to find out how Haley has adapted over the past few weeks, not just from a business perspective, but as a single mum of two eight-year-old twin boys too. It's, yeah, it's been tough. We've been like seven weeks now because um, the boys were ill before we got locked down. So just as they were coming out their self isolation, well, all of us were coming out of isolation, it got put into lockdown. We were like, no. This is what Hayley had to say. was reading a few posts and I feel like you've done such a good job at kind of communicating how you're feeling throughout all of this um but um looking back over the past seven eight weeks you know how has the coronavirus impacted your business so far and how has it played out across the course of the past two months um well we had to close I've got like a shop 
So I've got my studio and then I have my shop. I actually just had another premises as well, but it fell through the week before we went and we got locked down. So that was a huge blessing in disguise because I would have been paying to commercial rents, like, and no, no business. So the shop that's closed because obviously no one can come in. The online shop, you know, I, I, my brand is specifying in like, it's a contemporary women's wear label, um, independent, obviously. So we make everything. So I can't have my staff in the studio. They're obviously from their home. Like Jody, one of my members of staff, she has a machine at home. So, you know, it, we could do work, but no one's buying, you know, not like we make clothes that are, I try and describe them as kind of like, like pieces that could be worn day to night. So it's, it's more like, you know, a statement piece that you would wear on a night out or, yeah. You know, if you've got an event, it's it's um, mid-market as well. So it's not... I do sell, like, T-shirts and things like that, but people are really struggling just now. And, you know, people are losing their jobs. People aren't getting paid yet. So it's a really sensitive time for a brand. So for me, even... I feel very wary of pushing, you know, the online. So, yeah, I've not been, work, I've not been working. And there's, yeah, there's not much I could do, but... Everyone's in the same boat, so I'm I'm totally I'm fine with that. And I do believe that when we can come back, you know, I still that's why I've been so interactive with my customers because you know I want them to know that I'm still here for them and I'm still going to be there at the end. So yeah, absolutely, huge impact on us. Yeah, mm, hugely. And I was even seeing, you know, even before <clears throat> the UK went into lockdown and it kind of the severity picked up over here. You are having all the problems when China was in lockdown because obviously all your, your supply yeah. chain. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of like how how that played out, I'm just thinking going forward because hopefully fingers crossed this is a one one in a lifetime weird bubble that we're in but you never know do you and I just feel like when the supply chain stuff was starting to unravel how did you deal with it you know what was your kind of yeah. approach to it because ultimately it falls on your shoulders right yeah definitely so when after I was on Netflix um one of the tops I wore the pink polka dot it like I'm not joking it basically went like viral you know like I had sales all over the world so you know we were told from Netflix, you know, be prepared for your online shop. And I was just like, well, how can you be prepared? Like, at what level do I be prepared? So clearly I was was not prepared enough because we sold out like four times on a pre-order. So we man- I managed to get the fabric came through just in time for pre-order one, pre-order two. But pre-order three and pre-order four, we are now like a month and a bit behind. So yeah, like the big batch of fabric that was ordered in January for these has now, you know, it still not even came. So I had to wait two months until I could dispute it with the fabric company. So they've now sent out a new batch, which should arrive, like, beginning of this week. So it's kind of worked out, you know, it's been stressful. But again, I've been very good at, like, keeping my customers up to date. You know, there's been so many orders, so I've had to keep them, every individual. But, you know, I just, I was thinking to myself, I cannot, if I have to refund all these, like, plus pay, I would be in a really bad, because it, it really rocketed, you know, like, so I was thinking, please, please, this is my, this is like, the, the what I've been waiting for all my career, you know, to like, to get my brand on a global scale, and it's ha- it happened, and I was thinking, please don't like, you know, ruin this, please don't make, you know, customers not want to come back to me, so... For me, I was just getting in touch with them regularly, offering alternatives. 
and just being like, look, if you're if you're willing to wait, you know, a huge discount voucher will be included in your package, blah, blah, blah. If you want an alternative, let me know. So I did bring out alternatives as well. I had to give us like, I think I had to get like, give seven, five, six or seven people a refund. And I mean, that's a, a very small number compared to what? Oh, absolutely. People have been amazing. Like, you know, the good thing is, they're really understanding, they're really patient. But at the same time, like, no one's going anywhere. We can't we can't go out with, you know, it'd be yeah. great to have, you know, cheer yourself up with a new package arrive. And it will happen because I'm really expecting this to happen in the next week or two. It's just people have been really amazing, really supportive. And, you know, they, they understand what, what is happening. It's not like it's me personally. It's... It's a worldwide crisis and, you know, everyone is involved. So, yeah, like 99% of my customers who have already paid for this have been, like, amazing. I've got the best customers in the world. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I remember interviewing a lady called, Char- she has a brand called Charlotte Elizabeth. And I first met her in 2018 and Meghan Markle uh, carried one of her bags the week before the royal wedding. Oh. And, like, the waiting list worldwide, she had, like, a eight-month backup. Yeah, but it, people wait for good products, right? Exactly. So like, I totally agree. Yeah, I think like because I would, you know, like if I really want something, because I like I'm so into fashion. Like even though I'm a designer myself, like that's my passion. So I love like finding new brands and finding things. And I would wait, and I would even like save up my own money. But you know, you know, I don't mind paying for a good product or waiting for a good product. So yeah, yeah definitely, absolutely. So if you are um home I know that you're doing the for the love of scrubs um I yeah. remember when you emailed and you're like I've got so many scrubs to sew you yeah, know yeah, what's, yeah. what's your day-to-day routine like how has that shifted what are you doing with your time at the moment so at the beginning like when I signed up I was already planning to do the scrubs myself because one of my best friends is the press officer for NHS Tayside so oh sugar oh, no. <laughs> where are you I can't see you hold on oh there I'm you still are here. yeah 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 <laughs> Um, so she, um, I knew there was a, sh- a shortage and then someone tagged me in for the love of scrubs. So I thought, so I, I know one of the kind of coordinators from that. So I was speaking to her and she was like, we don't have anyone in Dundee just now. So I was like, perfect, I'll get involved. So we waited quite a while on the fabric. So I was planning to do double what I've done because I thought I had more time. But because my fabric's due, my own fabric next week, I've managed to slot this in whilst you know so it's been really good timing so yeah like I've been getting up Freddie and Oscar's dad he works and like we are not together but we're both obviously co-parent he works away in Norway so when we went into lock well when we went to self-isolation he just went to Norway but he got kept there for six weeks because of like quarantine and his job and then quarantine coming back so it wasn't until this week that Freddie and Oscar have been able to go and see their dad. So for them to go there and go out on their bikes all day and be at his house with him, I've been working in the shop and it's been, honestly, it's been absolute bliss. Like I've had my music on, I've been sitting in peace and I'm just sitting sewing and doing what I love. And I'm and because it's obviously for a good cause as well, I'm, I'm really enjoying this week. Yeah. Like I think like everyone, you know, we've all had our ups and downs through this and I'm sure I'll have a bad week again. Um, but last week was particularly, I was like, right, I cannot go on like this any longer. Like, I've been even getting up, like, walking, you know, walking loads, like, just being more active because it really does help me mentally. Like, mm. if I sit and do nothing, I, I'm just not a person that can sit and do nothing. I need to be active. My brain needs to be active. 
Yeah. So, sewing up these scraps, honestly, I've had a ball. Like, I, I go in, we, when we work, like, we go in, and as soon as we're in, we're at the machine, and we do not stop. Like, we'll stop for, like, to eat our lunch, but, I mean, we don't have a lunch break. We eat our lunch, and we're back at the machine, and I love that. You know, it's just, and then at five o'clock, you're like that. Oof. Yeah. But so, it's almost it's like... Yeah, does it almost like remind you of like how you started though? Because I can imagine as yeah. your brand getting bigger and bigger, the business head kind of has to switch on and the creativity, don't get me wrong, you're so unbelievably creative, but the bigger a brand gets, the more your role changes, right? So it must be quite nice exactly. to tap into like the kind of sewing machine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's it because like, obviously I work with, I employ seamstresses, so I don't ever sit and sew, but yeah. I love sewing. That's like... I've done it for years and it's really like therapeutic for me and see even when I was like putting all the scrubs on the rail and I seen how many I was like oh my god this is like the most satisfying thing ever you know just see like how much you've made in the space of a few days so yeah it's, it's honestly lifted my spirits massively mm-hmm. um so it's it's made it really has made me rethink how you know my brand's like even moving forward because like obviously working with factories and things like that I've always been ready to take that step and now more than ever with having such a big huge following after Netflix but it's now like out of the question so it's made me think like you know what I'll go in and do it like and I I will you know if I because I love sewing and I'm really good at it as well so I'm like I'm a total perfectionist so I'll do it you know it it won't bother me oh yeah but it has it's, it's made me rethink and just be more calm about work as well like I'm always a person like, oh, I need to do this. I need, I should have done that. And if I don't, if I, th- I think that I've not achieved enough in a day, I really beat myself up about it. And, you know, this time has made me think that it's actually okay if you haven't done anything, you know, nothing's going to happen. So yeah, it's so true. It's one of those bits of advice, isn't it? When people say, you know, like when you take a week off, it will, you'll always thank yourself. And it's kind of like, yeah. you, you know, that's the best thing to do. And when you actually do do it, you're like, oh yeah, that's why they say that because it is, exactly. it is true. Going forward then, obviously with the Netflix documentary, this is almost, like you said, it's almost halted. This, you're, we're in this little bubble right now. Have you yeah. thought about how you're going to pick that momentum back up on the other side? Uh, yeah, I just think that, well, I was planning on doing, um, opening a sewing school as well. So like physically now that, that can't happen. So I've got plans to kind of move it forward. Dif- quite, I've had a different idea, but to still be able to to keep it going. So working on that, but then obviously still doing. We should have been lo- launching our spring summer collection probably like right now. Obviously that's came to a halt, but I'm still going to I'm still going to go ahead and release some pieces because. But obviously just make it differently. Usually what we would do is like I would design it. We're buying the bulk fabric we make up like a bulk amount of stock so that when we put it live, they'll sell out and we've still got time and fabric to do more in the time while they sell. So obviously that's all changed, but I just think even doing it, you know, like if people really want something on a make to order basis, you know, still having my pieces, maybe not as much and, and rethinking, you know, the design because, you know, what's the point making like a beautiful dress you could, guest at a wedding you know no one's getting married right now so these things would obviously stop but you know maybe thinking like of things that people do want to wear right now and that's that is what I'm doing so yeah it's just adapting to change and 
I think to be a successful person in business and, and anything, you need to be willing to adapt to change. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's still, ha- I'm, I'm not going, you know, it's still happen- like going well. It's just like, I need to rethink certain things, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay to be a designer as well. Designers are always thinking like differently and stuff. So I can know, I can imagine. In terms of you've obviously mentioned your team and you've kind of weaved how you're like looking after yourself throughout all of this this conversation. Yeah. But how are you making sure that you are looking after the team as well? Yeah, so just being in regular contact with them, and then obviously I'm still paying them as well what they would usually work. At, like even the the team last week. So when I got the fabric in, I distributed it. So I cut half of the scrubs and Jodie who usually works in the shop I dropped off a batch to her so because there's you know like Jodie feels guilty because she's still getting paid and I'm like that you know like this is you know this is what happens so she's just happy to be able to help and then other Jodie she's the seamstress so I just I dropped off half the scrubs to her and she's got a machine at home so it was great everyone's just been we've still been you know in touch all the time Jodie who works in the shop is one of my best friends anyway so it's every, you know we've got a small team but the girls are really understanding and they're really really supportive as well so mm. yeah we're, it's all just keeping t- working together on this thing you know making sure everyone's all right but we'll get through it 100 percent yeah, absolutely. And what about advice then for anyone listening? Because you are a mum as well, like maybe some advice specifically for founders that are juggling kids, babies at home as well. Yeah, well, that's it's exactly the same. Until this week, you know, I've had, it was me and the boys, like seven, six weeks solid. So it was tough. Um, and then obviously the boys are eight years old, so they've got their schoolwork as well. They're twins, but they're in different classes. So you know, they're they're both doing different things and they're both very much at different levels because they're very much their own people. So it was really, really hard for me as one person to be like, right, we'll do this work for Freddie and then Oscar, you can do this work. And Oscar's sitting and being like, looking at me and Freddie, just like, and then Freddie's telling Oscar all the answers and I'm like, oh my God. So, you know, it was, it was a nightmare. Um, and then I spoke, a lot of my friends have got kids as well. So yeah, I, I honestly just think, you know, do what you can. Don't, you know, if the kids don't want to do it, don't force them to do it. Even everyday things that they do here, like going out on walks, like taking them around and we do go on a walk and make sure we've, we've got like 10,000 steps in and even answering questions about like, out and about um even when they're on their ipads they've been drawing a lot like coloring in a lot that's that still all counts as work you know Mm -hmm. so don't think just because you're not getting them to sit properly like they're in a classroom that you're not doing anything i think every little helps and you know you've got to keep yourself sane and you've got to keep your kids sane as well it's just it's tough it's tough for everyone um but yeah i think the hard thing being pardon me a parent is when you're in lockdown, especially single parents, you don't get time for yourself. Like, so this week, I, that's why I've enjoyed going to the shop so much. Even if I'm working, I'm like, this is amazing. Like having the music full blast and just not having like, yeah, mommy, 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 mommy. So, <laughs> you know, I love my kids, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I them, that's never in doubt. Is, no, but it is really good to get a break. So I think, you know, it is difficult for single parents who are in lockdown, who don't have help or who who can't get help and they don't get a minute but I was drinking a lot of wine that's what I was doing not that wine is but it does help (laughs) I would say like I'm not kidding I I said to my partner last night I was like I'm trying I'm really trying not to drink 
as much in the week, but Friday night, yeah, I like Friday today. I'm so ready for my wine, Haley. Awesome. <laughs> Last question then. Um, once we are out the other side, we're all allowed to go on nights out. People are ordering again, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What are you going to do to reward yourself that you've kind of got through this weird, surreal bubble? Um, probably just like I'll probably make a special outfit. Yeah, that's because that's what it's kind of that's what's going through my head in the new collection, like outfit release, you know, like what people want to buy to wear on the first day out. So do something like that. And then probably, you know, I don't think I'll be traveling anytime soon, but probably, you know, if we are allowed out and to see like groups, you know, I've got four sisters and we are all really, really, really close. And then we've all got like all our different groups of friends are all the same group of friends as well. So yeah. I think just, you know, everyone getting together and just even with all the kids, my mom, like everyone just having like a really, really good kind of reunion celebration. So I think that's what will be happening, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, 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 fingers crossed it won't be too much yeah. longer. Honestly, um, Hayley, I know how busy you are. So thank you so much. That was so inspiring. Thanks so much for having me and hope you stay safe.